just such a slow grieving process. I mean, just that letting go. I mean, I watch my mom decline when she takes these steps down. You were saying like flus and colds, you know, kind of precipitate this thing. It's a double thing that happens is that you, you've lost your best friend, your partner, etc., your lover. On the other hand, you've gained this big dependent person that's like having a child that never left home. Singer Barbara Dane looks after her 82-year-old husband, writer Erwin Silber, who has early-stage Alzheimer's disease. A couple of times, um, we we got into discussions about politics. And there, uh, Once a week, Dane and Silber attend separate support groups at the Alzheimer's Services of the East Bay in Berkeley. Um, just about a year ago, I guess, when... Um, The election? It was the election, yeah. In uh, uh, I forget words, and I bring them back, but then, it's, then it gets slower and slower. Silber's writing on music and history is well known. He edited the influential folk music magazine Sing Out in the 1950s and 60s. This is actually the first book that I ever wrote, Songs of the Civil War, and from 1960. Another very, really good one that I love. This is the Vietnam Songbook, which Barbara and I did together. This was a big sensation. What is uniquely devastating about Alzheimer's disease is the uh, loss of what really makes us human and what makes life so, so precious. We lose our most cherished memories. Ultimately, we lose control of all of our bodily functions, and it becomes uh, totally a devastating uh, disorder. And the devastation is only going to grow. Alzheimer's disease affects 5 million Americans. By 2050, as the post-war generation ages, the number of victims will triple. One in three people who live beyond 85 will develop symptoms, the most familiar of which is perhaps the most disturbing the loss of our memories. Memories are formed uh, through connections uh, between uh, neurons, between nerve cells. And the point of interaction is actually called a synapse. This is where one neuron communicates uh, to another neuron. And we know that throughout life, the brain is subjected to uh, injurious agents. It may be aging itself uh, or trauma and this results in damage to neurons. As neurons are damaged and die, the brain actually shrinks. In the lower back of the brain, a seahorse-shaped structure called the hippocampus is especially hard hit. Memory is stored uh, in the hippocampus, and that's this region here on both sides of the brain. This is where new memories, recent memories are stored, and they can be converted into long-term memories. By comparison, if you look at the Alzheimer's disease brain, you see that this whole region of the hippocampus is very shrunk and very shriveled up. In fact, this black area here represents an actual loss of the brain tissue from the hippocampus. In addition to memory loss, this brain shrinkage can cause paranoia, disorientation, trouble expressing thoughts, and confusion. See if you can do it. 
No, that's the wrong one. Up above that, there's a... There you go. Irwin has been taking one of five drugs on the market. These drugs don't prevent or reverse the disease's progression, but for certain patients, they can delay symptoms. I think he's a little bit more able to uh, grasp what's, what's what. With the current drugs having such minimal effect, researchers are looking for new, more effective ways to fight the causes of the disease. We are looking for pharmaceutical agents that will, in fact, protect the brain, that we would give in advance of severe symptoms. Other researchers are focusing on the plaques and tangles that characterize the Alzheimer's brain. But Robert Maley and his colleagues at the Gladstone Institutes, a research center associated with the University of California, San Francisco, have zeroed in on the genetic mechanisms. Together with the drug company Merck, the institutes are studying a gene called ApoE that's associated with the disease. The gene expresses a protein that carries cholesterol. In 1972, Dr. Maley was the first to see signs of the protein as he was examining cholesterol levels in animal blood. What I found as I was looking at uh, the gels from these cholesterol-carrying molecules was a band that was very, very prominent and one that I had never seen before. And in fact, that turned out to be the ApoE. Later research revealed that most people carry the ApoE3 form of the gene, which cleans out toxic proteins from the brain. But more than half of Alzheimer's patients carry the more compact ApoE4 type. E3 and E4, when they're made in neurons, they behave very differently. ApoE3 is made, it goes happily about its business doing its normal function. But when ApoE4 is synthesized in a neuron, it becomes a subject of a clip by a protease, an enzyme within the neuron that clips a little bit off of the tail of the protein. This now causes this form, the E4, to become toxic, the fragment. And the fragment goes throughout the cell and ultimately it targets mitochondria. The mitochondria, which are dyed red, produce the cell's energy. The researchers see fewer mitochondria moving about when ApoE4 is present. With less energy available to them, the cells form fewer connections or synapses, the spines you see here. Once they observed ApoE4's effects under the microscope, the researchers were ready to test if the gene actually impairs memory. To do so, they created a family or line of transgenic mice containing the human gene. To create a transgenic mouse, you actually insert the gene of interest, in this case ApoE4, uh, into the embryo and then put the embryo into the mouse to become a pup. Then you breed those pups to always have your gene of interest expressed. When the mice are a year old, their memory is put to the test. In the water maze test, a pool of water is made opaque. Hidden under the pool's surface is a small platform. When you put a mouse into the water, they really don't like to swim, and so they try to find something to climb upon. And so with time, they will find the platform. 
For mice that carry the normal ApoE3 gene, finding their way back to the platform is an easy task. They're able to use the visual cues in the room so that after four tries, they can reach the platform in as little as two seconds. They remember its location. For the mice that carry the ApoE4 gene, it's a different story. Even with four tries, they do not improve in their ability to find the hidden platform. We found that they had impaired learning and memory. Based on their findings, researchers are now targeting different ApoE4 mechanisms. The goal is to develop a drug in three to four years that could treat or possibly cure the disease. There's clearly a difference in the structure between E3 and E4, and so we envision that if we could find a small molecule that would insert in this critical region and actually open up the structure of ApoE4, we could convert it to an ApoE3-like molecule. While researchers are at work, there are some steps you can take to reduce your risk of developing Alzheimer's. Diets low in saturated fat and cholesterol, control of blood cholesterol, not smoking, control blood pressure, all of the things that we know are good for the heart, we're beginning to understand are also very good for the brain. At this point, doctors only recommend preventative lifestyles. Although about 15% of the general population carries the ApoE4 gene, most carriers won't develop Alzheimer's disease. Until a preventative drug exists, doctors don't encourage healthy people to test for ApoE4. Though both his parents had advanced Alzheimer's when they died, Erwin isn't concerned about finding out his genetic status. Got one more to give you. I love this one. It's the last book I wrote. And it's called Press Box Red. The story of Lester Rodney, the communist who helped break the color line in American sports. But he's still alive at the age of 96. Do you think you'll live to be 96? Lester? No, you. <laughs> I hope so, but I don't know. <laughs> I've, uh, I'm, I don't worry about that anymore. I mean, I've, I've lived my life. The more I can enjoy it, the better but I'll be satisfied when I'm done no matter what because I feel that I did something and I feel good about it.